no You all think the crooked eyes hot Why not? Is it cause my mind box in your blind spot? I sleep with one eye open like an insomnia stricken cyclops Cause I could rest in that pine box I'm on so many drinks don't even doubt them So high fall up some stairs instead of down them So high call that American airline Flex put us on the therapist airtime You not a legend like John Move back like his embarrassing hairline Let the air to the chair shine Throughout ugliness the slaughter's there with me It's all Lovey Smith my team bear with me Hey, Chris Paul we face. This, we in this flavor slave face. What's up? What's, What's happening? happening? You know, life, life happening. Life is happening each and every day. It's a lesson learned. Most people don't take, but life happens. Shut up. You got to deal with life as it happens. Write that down. Also, ladies and gentlemen, water is wet. You got to deal with life. You can write that down, too. Dropping gems. Top of the show. Never take life too seriously. You'll never make it out alive. I can go all night. (laughs) (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, we in here. It, it's Friday. You know, as you're hearing this, you can tell. Set your clock every Friday. The best drop. drop. Hottest drop every Friday. That's a shameless and cheap plug for us, but it is the truth. Um, Facts. Slaughterhouse opening us up with that freestyle from Hot 97. Crook stole the show. Listen. I thought so, and then I re-listened to it again, and I'm like, oh, no, nah, I should have got Joel's voice, because <laughs> Joel's thing was kind of... <laughs> Joel's thing was kind of rough, too. I ain't going to lie. Who's your, if you had to put an order one to four in the slaughterhouse? Uh, Crook, Joe, Royce, Joel, Crooked, Joel, uh, Royce, that I mouse, dead last. Distant. Wait. So you just ran through the members and then you ran through the order? Nah, because I said Joe first. I said Crook Joe, but then I realized I was shortening Joel and I didn't want to get it confused. Okay. So I had to come back and make sure I was, you know, clear on that. Joel Ortiz, then Royce, then your man Mouse, dead last. I'm not mad at Joel. Um, he slept on a lot. Yeah, yeah. It happens, so. Yeah, he said, "I'm, I'm, like a seamstress in Brooklyn, like a seamstress in Bed Stuy. I'm so Brooklyn." Yeah, Joel. Jo- jo- yeah. Yeah, niggas ain't really checking for lyrics these days, but you know. That was his- the question that um. And one of the Slaughter Mouse, Joe Button has a song where he's pretty much asking Eminem, um, how would you deal in this cli- in the climate today? How would you deal as a lyricist with people who don't really got time for lyrics? Yeah. Yeah. 
it's an interesting topic to you know to get into. Not today, though. Ain't for today. Got some other time. Uh, We could quickly go through the uh, LeBron James Lakers versus the Rockets. It's been about a week now, although it's a little bit old. um, Different guys, ex NBA players, are coming out. Seems like every day, kind of backing Rondo when Rondo said that Chris Paul is not a good teammate. There's a lot of people, yeah, I, I realize yeah. a lot of people don't really rock with Chris Paul. Yeah, Big Baby Davis came out, and he's played with both Rondo and Chris Paul, Rondo in Boston and Chris Paul and, um, with the Clippers, and he was like, yeah, CP's not really that great of a teammate. And then we had Kenya Martin come out, who played a, a handful of games with Chris Paul, and he's like, yeah, Chris Paul is kind of sneaky, so guys don't really rock with him. Um, I can't... James Harden, of course, backed his guy. They are current teammates sharing a backcourt in Houston. And he said, well, CP's cool with me. You know, that's my guy. And um, But I wanted to get your take on LeBron James going to the aid of Chris Paul and opposed to his Laker teammates. A lot of people were saying uh, LeBron's not a good teammate. He should have been with his young guy. Um, Brandon Ingram who started the fight. Um he was like walking up the court with with his arm around CP, like, "Are you okay, my guy?" You know, <laughs> like a lot, of, a lot of people wasn't really feeling LeBron for his stance going with Chris Paul and not um, going to see what was up with his teammates. What are your thoughts? What do you do? You fault LeBron for what he did? How you feel about it? First off, I don't ever want to hear Big Baby Davis's Glenn Davis's name ever again <laughs> in, in relation. <laughs> the basketball association. He's killing it in the big three. That nigga was on an episode of Shameless, my guy. Like, <laughs> what? Nah. No, 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 no. I don't know what reporter found him to get his analysis. That's like that Dave Chappelle uh, stand-up when he was like, I don't know, I don't care what John ja Rule thinks. This is a crap. <laughs> I can't have no big, big baby. Yeah, where it means nothing, big baby. <laughs> Go back to doing what you was doing, whatever that is. I feel you. Though. All right, nah, I'm torn. I'm torn. I'm torn. I'm torn because I want to be part of the argument that says, "Nah, LeBron's wrong. Chris Paul's his man. He should have checked on his man." I want to be part of the argument so bad, and I understand that. That's his child's godfather. I get it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't have a definitive stance because I am one of those people that agree that those young guys probably could have benefited more from seeing LeBron ride with them. Granted, some of them may not even make it the whole season this year, but it would have been nice to be like, all right, well, if he would have, if he would have grabbed. Um, Ingram or Rondo one of them first and then walked up and checked on Chris Paul like yo you good I would have had no problems with it I have no problems mm-hmm. with it either way but I just feel like the message and the tone that he set for those younger guys it could potentially put the oh this nigga ain't down for us in their head yeah I, 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 I see like it was too much 
him checking on Chris Paul and then walking him up the court like a big brother walking walking his little brother home. <laughs> like Chris Paul was like, "Yo, get off of me! I'm all right." Like, yeah, he was like, "Yeah, you go. I'm I'm good." <laughs> I um, I don't know. All right, so when Ingram first started the fight, when he pushed James Harden in the back, and and you know they were kind of like face to face. LeBron James did grab Brandon Ingram in that moment. But then when it switched over to Chris Paul, like I look I look at it like this. If your job throws a Christmas party, right? And I come through lit. Lit. It's already lit. So we drinking whatever, having a good time. But then your coworker try to fight me. What you gonna My do? immediate stance, because you are family, would be to that. That's just innate to be like, "Yo, chill." Like because yo, Boomer said it best when we we had a. He said in the group chat, like, um, "I'm gonna grab the person that's family because I know I can calm them down faster." And I I didn't see that point at first, and I'm like, "That makes sense. I get that." Mm-hmm. So in the in the event the Christmas party and you flare up. You don't know nobody there but me. I can probably talk you down from a ten and be like, "Yo, let's 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 take a walk. Let's get you know, like cool heads prevail. Like mm-hmm. work people. I ain't I ain't really stressing it like that unless it was a manager or something. Then I'd be like, "Yo, regardless, <laughs> regardless, I was still right with you because you family. And then when we got in private, I'd be like, "You was wilding, but you still, you know, you fam. So I gotta look out for you. But, um." In that instance, I would I would talk to you first, pull you aside, get you calm, cool, collected, and then go back and be like, "Yo, everything good? We 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 great?" That's different. Though. Yeah, so that's it's kind of the same. It's kind of the same. It's like he works with Rondo and he works with Brandon Ingram. He ain't, he don't really know them. Like he knows he knows Rondo competitively, you know, with this the the in the Eastern Conference going at the Celtics for all those years. Never really liked them. He knows Brandon Ingram, you know, couple years I would say maybe tops because he just came on the scene. Versus Chris Paul, who's like family to him, one of his best friends on and off the court, godfather to his kids, like instinctually, I'm running to my family. You just added another layer right. to that with LeBron and Rondo not really vibing with each other but now being forced to play with each other. So I can understand. Yeah, but I don't even think, I don't even think LeBron was seeing it as, like that in that moment. I think he was just, he was like, yo, my fam is like trying to get stalled on and I'm going, I'm going to grab my family. And at that moment, I don't think he saw, like, basketball jerseys. I don't think he saw a Lakers organization, and I'm wearing a yellow jersey, and so is this guy, so I got to go with the yellow shirt. I don't think – I just think he saw Chris Paul, his fam, and he was like, yo, I'm going to see if my fam is good. And for that, I really can't fault LeBron because I would have done the same thing. Like, I'm not caping for my coworkers when somebody – when one of these niggas is trying to stall on, on my family. Now, like, what happens where – it, this is not the scenario, but what happens in him pulling away Chris Paul? Chris Paul, Rondo gets free shots at Chris Paul now. Yeah, I didn't like that part because then Brandon Ingram came running it and he almost caught Chris Paul, and that could have been real ugly had he connected. Um, 
that I didn't like, but I think he was just trying to pull him away from Rondo and, you know, not really thinking of, all right, you grabbing my arms now, nigga. Now these, they can start swinging, which Brandon Ingham did, and he almost connected pretty well, and that could have been pretty bad um, for Chris Paul's face. So that part I didn't like, but I guess he wasn't really thinking about, you know, I'm holding his arms and he can't fight. He's probably thinking, let me hold his arms so he can stop swinging and he won't get in any more trouble. Like Chris Paul is president of the union. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's a little bit different for him versus Rajon Rondo. He's just like a regular, you know, solid point guard around. You know what I mean? Like he has more to lose, Chris Paul, than does Rondo. Like he has endorsement deals, State Farm. Niggas, niggas on TV all day, you see Chris Paul's face outside of basketball. So I think LeBron was just thinking, let me grab him out of it. But, you know, in the midst of it, he ended up grabbing his arms and Chris Paul couldn't really swing. And then Brandon Ingram almost connected. I, I that think was, um, that could have been. To be honest, for to be the president, um, Chris Paul handled that as best as he could without, without yeah. turning it. Um, into what it could have been because had that been me <laughs> nigga 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 you spit on me I'm gonna tell yeah. you right now it's all like we have this this coding system when it comes to fighting like yellow means it's cautionary you know like you you mm-hmm. right. green I'm gonna give you a pass red means nigga it is pita and a chicken on smoke what Chevy Shop say? If you want smoke, smoke nigga, we, I ha- we don't have a barbecue. Like, if, like, <laughs> nigga, you spit on me. I promise you. I, 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 yeah, he handled that way better than I would have. Because what do you think about the spit? Do you think it was because he had the the you know the mouthpiece in and he was just talking and spit flew out, or do you think it was like a like an intentional spit? The player that Rondo is and the history that they have. I don't see that as accidental. Yeah. I had the same the same thought. I don't see that as accidental. I had the same thought. Because granted, you can like spit comes out of your mouth when you talk. It's just natural. But that looked like mm-hmm. it was an intentional let me try to do it Yeah, it did. It looked like his lips was yeah. formed to actually spit. It wasn't even looking like his mouth was saying words. It just looked like his lips were formed to spit. And then somebody said it was mellow that spit on. I'm like, come on, y'all niggas is reaching. Not yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> the niggas on the same banana boat. Y'all talking about it was not like, come on, y'all niggas are reaching. How do you feel yeah. about the suspensions? Are they justified? I was surprised. I thought they would have gotten more. I thought Brandon Inger would have gotten at least ten because he, like, he started a fight. Like he pushed, he pushed James in the back, and then he came charging that CP. Like he was. That nigga went crazy. And I thought he was going to get at least face. Yeah. 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 So for. I was pretty shocked they only got a. Uh, I think Chris got like two games. Ronald got three or something and Brennan got four. I was like, oh, okay. Commish. Not bad. I think um, what I, <laughs> I was joking around with somebody. I said, Ingram's an idiot. He ain't got the money, Chris, but Chris Paul has got a $100 million contract. So that little. Six fingers mm-hmm. slap on wrist ain't nothing. Ingram, that's yeah. gonna hurt. <laughs> yeah, fine, gonna hurt. Yeah, and he got money off the court, so like that, that, that coming out his check, he ain't feeling that. 
State Farm probably paid that fine. Hey, come on, man. Hey, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? Come on. Let's, let's, let's go. What are we talking about? Speaking of LeBron, so this this dude, uh, Darius Basley or Basley or something, he was supposed to sign to Syracuse. He committed to Syracuse, actually. And then he backed out over the weekend. <laughs> Backed out over the weekend. Come to find out, he has like a a million dollar deal with New Balance, and he signed to LeBron's agency, Clutch Sports. So you know LeBron has that whole documentary about you know student athlete, and he's been very vocal about you know the NCAA and how it pretty much screws these kids over, not paying them, not even allowing them to earn money outside of the sport. People can't even help them with, you know, anything. Um, so I had this weird theory about the Illuminati and the NCAA. You believe in the Illuminati? Nigga, I got my membership. What you talking about? Yeah. So I feel like the Illuminati is kind of like over the NCAA. There's been a lot of uh, Hollywood stuff surrounding, you know, the NCAA corruption, um, a lot of articles and stuff, a lot of TV shows, documentaries. I feel like NCAA is coming to an end. Um, but I also feel like LeBron is trying to bring them down because by the time his son gets there, like, I can't imagine him being okay with his son signing to a college institution that's making billions of dollars off the likeness of his son and his son can't get anything from that. Right. So my weird theory is now you got this kid who was supposed to go to Syracuse, which is a major basketball program. That's not, you know, nothing to sneeze at. Um, getting that kid to back out of that, earn money in an endorsement deal, and still be eligible for the draft in a year. And can possibly make it in the NBA first round without having to go through the NCAA. When when LeVar Ball said it, people laughed at him and called him crazy for trying to do uh, do something similar. Well, pretty much it's a workaround to get people mm-hmm. um, into the league without having to go through the NCAA. But you could see that was coming. When they had to put the kibosh on the uh, high schoolers coming out and they put the, um, I think it was the age, age requirement on there. And I think... Mm-hmm. Um, did they change the rule for for at least one year of college too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think that was the incentive was the okay, well, let's force them to play um, collegiate ball for a year and then go in the draft. Where if you're looking from the outside, if you're an athlete, you're like, I don't need the NCAA because these schools make millions and they give you a uh, a per diem based off of the game. Like, you get money to eat for a away game. Right. Yeah, you may get sponsored sponsored um, athletic wear and all that other stuff, but y'all making... Well, that ain't nothing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, coaches make what? Five, ten million dollars for college? Yep. Yep. Athletic directors making millions. It's like... And... I can understand the the point of the NCAA was like, all right, we don't we can't pay you. You know, we're giving you a free ride to school, whatever, whatever. Okay, yeah, whatever. But 
let me earn money elsewhere. Like, it's crazy for me to to make you money, but then I can't make money myself. And what world does that make sense to anybody? The the problem is is that before well now the covers are kind of blowing on NCAA and people who are in position and be like, no, these kids actually need help. Like you think about places like Nick Saban in Alabama. Half the people he got on his team probably grew up with close to nothing, probably running barefoot in dirt. Like, mm-hmm. and the only reason why they're going to school is because they have crazy athleticism and freak strength for their age. Mm-hmm. So why not? Yeah. Be like, oh well, yeah. I've been. To, I, I went to recruit. I saw where this kid lived. I know he's a, he's coming from a single parent um home. I know his mom ain't got no job, but she has a, a health issue that's prohibiting her from right. working. Like, right. why not take the rent and be like, "Yeah, it came from it came via somebody else." But just so you know, we can't. Like, I don't know why. Yeah, NCAA. Yeah, that. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. Like, even the kid that was on um, student athlete, he was homeless. You know, basically bouncing from couch to couch, sleeping in his car, whatever. So his friend's parents caught wind of it and was like, okay, like, you know, they were well off and it was like, we'll pay for an apartment for you. And the NCAA found out and now he was, he was ineligible to play college football. Just from somebody being kind enough, seeing a, a 19-year-old kid sleeping out of his car, going to classes every day, going to practice every day, and they set him up in an apartment, not trying to get anything from him, not trying to swindle, you know, any deals out of him or anything. Just out of the kindness of our heart, we're going to give you this apartment. You can live here. He's ineligible to play. Like, how how cruel? <laughs> At the end of the day, like, how can you tell me that I can't take a gift from somebody who's being kind? I think the story plays out different if he turns into the... um. The, the star of the team, Heisman Trophy winner, all that other stuff where he's productive. People turn their people turn their face when you when you're productive. Yeah. If if you're winning and if you're bringing a spotlight on our organization, and you're bringing the big bucks. Yeah. yeah. We can we can we can yeah. turn they'll turn a blind eye yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I, it's crazy. I, I think LeBron has to be careful though. Um with signing people to his um, agent, because it's almost like you're, you're, you can, um, it can be looked at as you're baiting people to come either play with you. Mm-hmm. Because like, that's why Jay had to step down as Nets owner, because it was like, okay, how are you going to be, have a, a sports agent um, franchise and still own a team? Mm-hmm. You're going to try to get people to come play for your team. Why? Because it's your right. team. You're right. representing them. I think LeBron has to be careful. For that coming down the pipeline, I do believe uh, Adam Silver is a little bit more lenient with that, though. I think um, David Stern wouldn't have gone for that, but Adam Silver seems to be a little bit more progressive, yeah, in terms definitely. of uh, how the NBA is run. So, yeah, definitely. Um, I want to talk about social media. 
Where are you going? Because uh, I got something I want to. I got something I want to talk about. <laughs> uh, I've been thinking about like the pros and cons of social media, how it affects us, how it affects our daily, you know, behaviors and. Do you think social media, because for like the generation, like our parents' generation, social media does nothing for them. Um, for our generation, it's a cool little additive, you know, especially if you're like married or you have children. Um, social media is like a little bit of a bragging thing, you know, but for the generation behind us, it's like social media is everything. And, um, I remember I was walking to go get the boys one day and this high schoolers, these a group of boys that were walking down the block and the girl was walking on the other side. And he was like, yo, shorty, can I get your Snapchat? <laughs> so I was like, I was like, what? And I'm like, that's a, that's like a thing now. Like, can I, like, that's your opening line. Can I get your Snapchat? And I was like, maybe I'm out of the loop, but like, what do you think of, what do you think of that assessment? Do you think it's accurate? Um, I, I'm, if not, what would you, you know? I got you. What would be a different assessment? Uh, for uh, forgive me for taking this this short little time to throw in a story that involves social media. I'm sure you've heard of it. The kid in Arizona whose mom posted 32 empty chairs at her kid's birthday party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a bunch of pizza. Yeah. First off, because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to address your question. But as a parent, you got to know who you're inviting to your kid's party. You you have to know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so-and-so is going to show up. They got two kids, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And if they don't show up, let me invite somebody else who does have kids. Right. Why would you post? Why would you post that? <laughs> Why would you but post empty that? empty birthday party. But this is social media. This is the age we live in. It's the sympathy for her. Sympathy. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, Mike. First off, if your kid don't got no friends, that's on your kid. You're <laughs> <laughs> blaming us for. Social. How's that our fault? As a parent, you gotta know if your kid got friends at whatever ages they got, um, whatever age they are. Yeah. She dropped the ball too. A hundred percent. She knew no. She she knew what nobody comes to that party. Like your kid is a weirdo. That's why nobody showed up. <laughs> like, where was your family? Where was where was, where was his cousins? Like why you ain't nobody up? You knew that class wasn't coming. You know nobody like little Toby. Like come like, on. Kid parties for adults yeah, she, anyway. Like right, exactly. So she failed miserably as a parent. I saw that and I was like, why is this even news? Nobody showed up to your party. Boo hoo, nigga. <laughs> Boo hoo. Maybe next year, kid. It touched on one of my biggest fears is that every time I invite somebody to something, it's like, yo, what if nobody shows up? And then I'm like, nah. Mm-hmm. You people genuinely like you, so they, they, they either they show up because they can or they can't because something else came up. But if people genuinely like you, they're gonna show up. They're gonna show up. They're gonna show up. That's very true. They're gonna show up. I think this age of social media, like it's crazy where it's let me get your Snapchat. 
to come back to that as opposed to yo, what's your number? What blah 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 blah. Say she or like what's your name? What is, if she does give you a Snapchat, she may block you on <laughs> and she did. Like she stopped. He was like, Yo, shorty, shorty, and she stopped. And he's like, Let me get your Snapchat. And you know, she took his phone and I guess she opened up the app and put her her thing in there. I was like, Oh, okay. Okay. To yeah. to address the different ages of it. The, our parents' generation, they annoy me on social media because they comment <laughs> on stuff that has nothing to do. They don't get it. Like, I hate, like if I, I hate old people on social nigga, media. Like, just I don't want to have to explain a meme to you. I don't want to have to explain why people are commenting what they're commenting. I can't. Like, I, I'm I'm not your uh, your your Rosetta Stone for getting around the internet, nigga. Like, yeah, like old people on social media is just don't. Yeah, I hope don't. my aunt hears this. My aunt gets like sometimes she annoys me when she comments <laughs> on my stuff because I'm like, one, you pulled a picture from three years ago that you want to <laughs> that you want to comment on. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> Now it's at the top of the feed and people keep liking it. I'm like, yo. <laughs> like, yo. I got recent pictures, fam. You ain't gotta go <laughs> three years back. Oh man. I, some some I ain't gonna lie. I have a long waiting list, like getting to a club, but like all old people who try to request me on Facebook. <laughs> I look at the request. You just got it sitting yeah, there. I look, I look at the request <laughs> and I close out from request. No, I don't want you on my page. No, no, no. <laughs> so, do you think social media speaks to like a bigger issue of um, people just naturally wanting to be accepted and wanting to be liked and wanting to be lauded over and you know praised and it it does because you have a lot of insecure people in real life and on social media. On social media, if I'm a Toby that has zero friends at my party on um at a pizza party, I can have I can be in a group on Facebook with six hundred people and I can think that we're all cool because we talk in a group on Facebook. Mm-hmm. But invite them niggas to your party, Toby, and see. If, see how cool y'all are. <laughs> um, a lot of a, a lot of it is cover up. Also, like again, another fear for me. This is this is uh, this is like therapy. Another fear I have is posting a tweet or something and they get no likes and no comments. Then I'm like, oh, all right. And you thought that joint was fire, <laughs> like you, you had a Don DeMarco. <laughs> It's like come up with like two likes. You're like, bruh. I'll be deleting it. If it don't get a like. <laughs> 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 if it don't got no traction, I'm going to delete it. Like, yo, oh. but yo, like, although he's like, you know, not a part of our community right now, that's what Kanye West was hitting at when he was like, yo, let's get rid of the likes element on social media because that's a driving force almost for like insanity and, you know, insecurity. People post stuff for likes instead of, you know, I may post my kid 
because I think they look nice. You know, we're going to church on a Sunday morning. I think they look really nice. I'm going to post it and let my, my followers see it. But then you may have another parent who's posting their kid, you know, they got on a Gucci <laughs> outfit and they want, you know, they got, they got 500 followers and they want 300 likes. <gasps> and, you know, them not getting a certain amount of likes does something to their psyche. Like, yo, why am not getting... What do you think about that? Like the like the like factor. Oh man, um, I shouldn't be laughing because it just shows that I'm really a piece of crap as a person, as a human. But um, at least you came to that to your, you know, your yeah, own conclusion. Yeah, no, no one had to tell me that. Yeah, I was really, really yeah. POS. No one yeah. had to tell me that. Um, uh, I think the cheat code is putting your kids on uh, Instagram, Facebook, whatever have you. And the reason why I say it's a cheat code: kids get instant likes. They could be. Mm-hmm. Ashy with the hair undone, <laughs> with Cheetos all over their face. <laughs> people gonna be like, "Oh, that's a cheat code." I feel sorry yeah. for people that don't have kids and just got like a dog or something that they maybe trying to Don't be kidding. Yeah, you're really a POS. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm I, I know this. I, I've said it. Listen, you're preaching to the choir, but. All right, so me, I, I, I made a joke about um, if it don't get likes or uh, whatever have you. That's like if it's words that I'm thinking is like, like you said, I Don demarco it and I'm thinking, oh, this joint is fire. That, that, I laugh at that because I'm like, oh, all right, I guess it wasn't as, <laughs> but that's me. I don't usually, like, I would love to say that I don't post stuff for likes and comments. Because there's some stuff that I literally just post to post. I don't care if you mm-hmm. repost it. I don't care if you like it. I'm posting it because it said something to me or right. it had it, it had some sentimental value to me. Right. Um, I think people get it like if you're not that person, but you need those likes and comments, then that's where I can see where it's dangerous and where cyberbullying comes into effect. Because if you're not... If you don't have thick skin, you shouldn't be on social media. Mm-hmm. Why? Because mm-hmm. everybody's not going to like your stuff, and people are going to say something just so that they can get the little, uh, the little screenshot from Shade Room or whatever it is. Like people are going to try to say the most offensive thing they can to get to you. Like, right? If you don't, if you're not built for that, then no. Social media is a dangerous place. You shouldn't be on it. Um. Yeah, I saw a Hitman post last night. Hitman is a battle rapper. For those that don't know, um, somebody DM'd him. Uh, I hope your mom's cancer come back and she dies. See, see, like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's how low people are, and the the crazy part is they do it for the shock effect. Him post mm-hmm. him posting that they won because now it's like yeah. I got the attention now. Yeah. But then that goes back to it, like, is there a a need in people to be seen? So, like, I'm going to say the nastiest, meanest thing to this guy so he can screenshot it and post it and get 10,000 and, you know, 10,000 comments or whatever. Like, do you think social media has worse than human behavior? Yes. And you know why? It's worse than human behavior. And forgive the, the example, but it's like when women argue, when they get mad, they argue for 
I'm going I'm I'm going to say what's going to cut and hurt. Not what's true, mm-hmm. but I'm going to say the most disrespectful thing I can to hurt you. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's why um you'll be you'll be talking to somebody on social media and they think that they can use like the Hitman Holler thing. Like okay, you Fam, you wouldn't say that you wouldn't say that to Hitman Holler in his face, but because of social media, you have a platform where you can try to you can try to say the most disrespectful thing you can because mm-hmm. it can either get you a lot of publicity, whether good, bad, and different, or it can get you Hitman Holler pulling up your address and showing up to your house and beating your face in. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I hate I hate I hate, 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 hate the fact that people feel so comfortable putting so much of their personal life online with strangers and then when it's used against them they're like, oh wow, you guys are so cruel. (laughs) Why are you giving them the ammo? Like, All right, so I've heard that. I've heard that a lot. Like people putting their personal business out on social media. Um, bleeding out on social media, stuff like that. Um, what about when people put their happy side on social media? You're, you're susceptible to positive and negative. Like I said, everybody's not going to like, uh, hey, you're celebrating whatever anniversary or hey, uh, you kissing your husband down. Like, There's going to be people that's going to cheer you and root for you. And there's going to be people that's going to hate on it because they don't have it. Right. So whether you happy, whether like I post my kids, my kids not in school, and God forbid this happens, but I post my kids failing grades as a means of like trying to be like trying to parent in this this age of social media, and people are like, oh, why would you do that or whatever have you? You might have some like I'm just using it as an example. Mm-hmm. People, right, but you would post if your kid got old straight A's, like you would post that on social media as well. But this right? is what I'm saying, like so, like. It's a damned if you do, damned if you don't. I do feel like the um, and Kanye's thing of hiding the likes, it doesn't really do anything because it's okay. We saw with celebrities in the past where they were buying followers. Like, I get it. Mm-hmm. People want to, people want that organic Kim Kardashian X amount of million followers. People want that Will Smith organic X amount of million followers. I don't care how many followers I have. I don't know how many people, like, if you follow me, <laughs> I speak to you, cool. But half the time, it may be bots. It may be scammer mm-hmm. accounts. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care how many people follow me. But what in this, in this age where information is key, your audience, the more people that are targeted on your page or view your page, that information is used to pay you out for another business because that's advertisement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I think me and you are different. Yes. I think a lot of people in our generation have that sentiment of like, we don't care how many you know followers we have. Um, but then there are some who do actually, you know, purchase followers and that's weird to me though. Like, What's I don't. What's the point? Because you purchase them, they yeah, even I, they ain't authentic. Yeah, yeah. But then it's that whole thing of, oh, you go to that person's page, and you like, oh, Boomer got two thousand followers, and you only got, you know, two hundred. 
It was kind of like he has more clout, I guess. Boomer follows his high schoolers from uh from, from Queens. <laughs> I, I was just that was the first thing that came to my head, I guess, because you used him as an example before. But um, yeah, it's almost like you know, like when we were growing up, it was something called street cred. And I was like social media cred, like you don't have a you can't say nothing to me because you know my video got a hundred shares and yours only got two. Like you ain't nobody because you don't got no you don't have as many followers as I do. Like I don't I feel like the parents missed out on these kids. You know, you know where it gets um I know a lot of parents that say my kids aren't gonna have social media until they get to a certain age. I think I like that approach because one, you're protecting them from the idiots that are on social media and making sure like they're not being um, attacked or um, ostracized mm-hmm. for anything. I see that mm-hmm. approach, but I also like the approach of the parents who create the social media accounts for their kids and run those accounts. That, let me just interject quickly. There are these girls in my church who were prohibited from social media until a certain age and um, when they reached that age, as promised, they were allowed to get social media. And you can tell that they missed the three years, four years that social media was popping. And they've missed out on the social media etiquette. They've missed out <laughs> on social media protocol. They've missed out on the do's and don'ts. It's very evident that they weren't <laughs> at the inception when everybody else was. So I'll just put that out there. But is that is that a bad thing? Yeah, yeah, they're behind the ball because it's still new. Yeah, because then you become a, a target of a screenshot. Like now you're like a social media weirdo. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I see it. I see it. I see yeah. it. I see it. Yeah. What are you gonna do with, with uh with Ari and Aria? I think um I think I like the idea of me running an account for you and when you get of age having one social media account because I don't want you walking around so into your phone that you get hit by a car or something because you checking Instagram, <laughs> Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. Take one, have one. When you get of age, manage or use that one. But I have to know or I have to know the password to that. Or you can't be sneaky about that one account you have. Well, well who's 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 these fast girls in your DMs? Who's yeah. these thirsty niggas sending you stuff like, no, I need to be aware of what it is that your age rate, like what they're talking about and what your conversation is. So what's the age that you give them control? I don't know. Well, some control, because you're saying that they have to give you the passwords. What's the age that you guys, that you stop running their account? What about the people that have accounts for their kids? But this is what I'm saying. Like, if you have a kid... No, I mean, like... <clears throat> like, you just had a baby. Like, you're about to have a little girl, and you have... You create an Instagram account. Any moment now! Any moment! <laughs> 
you create an Instagram account like Aria underscore ten thirty, and it's just her. Like, what do you, what do you think of those parents? I look at the captions. If you're creative in what you're saying, I'm like, oh, this is actually kind of cool. But if you're just a lame to just post every single thing, like to me, it, it's all about <laughs> your caption. And like, if it looks like, oh, well, it's clever because it looks like it's coming from a kid, but you know an adult mm-hmm. is doing it, I'm I'm cool. Like aside, yeah. his always looks like it's coming from him. Yeah, and that's and that's cool. That's cool because it looks like, oh, okay, this is actually this is actually pretty funny. Like, but when you just you posting kids and it's like, fam, <laughs> you 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 have your own page and just post the kids. If that's what you want to do, like, <laughs> come on. All right, so what's the age? What's the age that you guys share passwords? And then what's the age you completely relinquish? Your password. Nigga, I work for a company where I know how to turn your social media off from my phone. Play with me if you want. Oh my god. Screen time, nigga. You're gonna be one of those. Screen time, nigga. You wanna... <laughs> I'll turn it off. I, You're gonna be one of those. I'll have it shut off in ten minutes. Nigga, <laughs> play with oh, me. No, um, I don't have an age because I honestly don't know. Um, I think when you turn I wanna say when you're a teen. In order to build trust, you have to show yourself trustworthy. So depending on how that trust is built and what age that starts to be built, I could see probably 13, 14, maybe. Maybe. Okay. I was thinking 13, personally. Um, yeah, I was. I would say... Oh, man, I don't know. I would let them... I would let my children get social media once they know what it is, once they understand it, and once they want it. They can have it. Obviously, I'll have the password and, you know, we'll share the, share the account. And um, I would say we share the account so they're like 19... Yeah. We're sharing the account to your 19. Ev, L, Ethan, Ev. Eva, yeah. I'm sorry, guys. 19 years old and your mom's going to be uh, <laughs> checking your DMs. Those are vital years, yo, from that 13 to 18. Like, those are, those are some real serious years. No, I, 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 I'm laughing um, because of, I'm, yeah. I don't know. I already I, I can see where I'm gonna be one way with one kid and one way with the other. Like I, I can see I'm I'm laughing because I'm like, yeah, Kate may need me to be on his uh social media till he at least twenty. Cause he he Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he he's a mess. Um Yeah. Yeah, and know your kid, you know what I mean? Like so I don't think I might not I might not need that for Evan. I might not need that for Ellie, but Eva's already opening up <laughs> YouTube and Instagram and she's like scrolling through DMs. I'm like, yo, what are you like, what are you doing? You're gonna send something to somebody that ain't supposed to get it. 
So, like, she's already social media savvy, if you would. So, her definitely, probably 21, Eva. But, you know, I might not. Evan could probably be relinquished 16, you know what I mean? Caden's rude ass will see the message on the phone and swipe <laughs> up to ignore it. And swipe up, right? I'm like, yo, who was that? And she'd be like, calling people? I'm like, who are you calling? Yes. I got a camera roll in my yeah. phone because I usually let, um, I put the guided access on. If you put guided access on so they can't get out of the app that they're in, set that up in accessibility. Life lesson for those. Yeah. yeah. Set it up in settings, yeah. accessibility. Get that. But yeah. I do that when um I said to say like the time that I did give him the phone and it wasn't locked to the screen, I opened up the camera roll and it was like this nigga went on a um a a, a, a photo spree. He was taking pictures of everything. Yeah. And it didn't look like nothing. It was the back seat. It was pictures <laughs> sneakers. <laughs> Yo. Eva one time had photos selected, about to delete them. <laughs> I'm like, yo. All my pictures of Evan when he first came from the hospital. I'm like, yo, I would have killed you, little girl. You understand this? Like, stop touching my phone. So yeah, she's gonna have a lot of guy, a lot of cell phone social media guidelines. Now, she's already on one and she's not even yeah, two. Yeah. It's just yeah. Uh, how do you feel about uh do you think it's bragging posting like um obviously everyone thinks their kids are intelligent, but do you feel like it's bragging if you post a video of uh Ethan probably doing multiplication or something at his age? Do you think that yeah. do you think that's bragging? Yeah. <laughs> what else would it be? Hey, this is cute. Nah. Nobody thinks that's cute. Nobody thinks There's nothing cute about knowing math, though. Uh, for, for them to be young is what I'm it's saying. Either, it's either it's impressive. Okay, yeah. Impressive. Yes, that's exactly it. It's impressive. So you want everybody else to be impressed no. with your kid. No. Your hey, baby. I'm impressed that you do it. I, I don't care what... Again, me. I don't care if anybody else thinks it's impressive. Hey, I like it. I'm opposed. Pretty impressed. I can see how it looks like bragging, but no, nigga, I'm just impressed. It's my kid. Okay, I can see that from you. From the majority of people, no. I and on the flip, but isn't that what having a kid is about? Like bragging on your kid. But that's what I was. Then that. Doesn't that come with parents? I got a, I, I got a uh, lady I work with. Her kids are grown, grown. Like, in their 30s grown. She be talking about... Showing pictures, day. showing videos. <laughs> I told her the other day, I said, you are the mother that you got the, all the photos in your wallet and you make people look at every single photo. <laughs> but I'm like... I, I I appreciate that because you really just you go hard for your kids. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Like, they're yeah. yours. Yeah. Now my problem would be like and this is not a huge problem, but say your kid gets into modeling or acting or something and they get a billboard. Nigga, we see the billboard. We we may have passed the billboard. You ain't gotta post it in mm-hmm. every store you go to with your kid standing next mm-hmm. to his picture in that store. Or maybe somebody didn't see the billboard. Yeah. Nigga. <laughs> Post it 
one time. It ain't got to be at every store you go to in Manhattan. Oh, look, it's on Fifth Avenue. Oh, look, it's in uh, Soho. Oh, look, nigga. All right, we get it. Yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying. That's a bit braggadocious. It's a bit overwhelming as well. It's like, you know, I think that also dilutes the likes. Yes. It's a strategic thing. If you're looking for likes at a... I ain't going to get into the science and give away tips. Yeah, but... it's definitely mm-hmm. it's a science to it. You posting your kid every day, you're like, all right, I saw that yesterday. So I liked it yesterday. I'm not liking it today. It's the same outfit, same hairstyle. Nigga, like same, same hairstyle, same coat, same sneakers I'm looking at. Yeah, I liked it yesterday. I like it tomorrow, maybe. Or if you're my aunt, you'll pick, take the picture from three years ago. <laughs> You don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Oh, <laughs> which one is this? Do I know you, her? You probably do, but yeah, you, you, I, yeah, you probably do. <laughs> you probably wouldn't know her by name, but if I showed you a picture of her face, you'd be like, "Oh yeah." What's her name? I ain't gonna do that to her. I ain't gonna do that. To her. I, I will I will say <laughs> she does not live in New York. She lives in one of the uh, southern liners. I'll say that. Thomas, if you're listening, drop the name of the aunt. <laughs> <laughs> drop your aunt's name. Drop it in the comments, Thomas, please. I would holler. If he probably knows what I'm talking, he probably knows exactly what I'm talking about. And he would probably, yeah, if you, Thomas, post the name in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Post the name in the comments, man. I think I know who you're talking about. How many odds do you have? Three, four. One you definitely don't know, no. One you know a little bit more than the other, two. I think I know, I've never known you to have four aunts. Yeah, my, uh, Angelique Simmons, she's my other aunt. But Thomas. Okay, I don't, I don't know her, so three. Two of them I know. Two of them you know. Okay, let's process some elimination this. Let's do just just the, the one of them does live in the Carolinas area that I know. I don't know what the other one. What, what what's the letter of the name that you think about? I want to say C. No, nah, not that one. Okay, not that one. But she a little social media deformed too, so I <laughs> she a little social media deformed too. So. Oh man, Thomas dropped the name. We need I need to know. <laughs> you gotta figure this one out. <laughs> oh God, I can't. Shameless, did you see a Sunday? Man, over Shameless. All right, what's your beef with Shameless? One, Tiffany says it every time she watches it, these niggas are dirty, fam. Like, very dirty. They don't wipe, they don't wash, they're like, I, you know, very dirty. 
My beef with Shameless, if you haven't caught up and you haven't watched the episode, I'm sorry. Skip this. Sorry to hear that. Skip this. <laughs> Do a 15 second skip. And uh, I had just praised Fiona two episodes ago. I said, you know what? She's come a long way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just two episodes ago. <laughs> so she needed 25K? Trying to play at the big boy table. No, she ain't have it. Just two days ago, I said, Fiona come a long way. You know, I'm actually kind of proud of where she is. And something happens, and I'm like, well, there that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Now she's back at the Gallagher estate. Yo. Them niggas is like, you, some people are just cursed to not get out yeah. of poverty. Them niggas ain't gonna never. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they ain't gonna make it out. Yeah. Right. But I think that's what the show is supposed to be about. Like, you see them trying to, like the kids. Frank don't care. Yeah, I felt, yeah, because I felt like when Shameless first started, it was really like, it was living up to the title. They were these they didn't care. They were, you know, gritty and just making it by and stealing and fighting and scuffling. And but then it kind of like everybody seemed to have cleaned up. Like Ian started being an EMT worker, and then Fiona started like owning businesses, and um, Debbie got the welding thing going and was earning. It. So I was like, well, okay, so like they're gonna be middle class now. But I feel like. They're kind of getting back to being shameless. Um, Ian's going back to jail. I don't like the whole gay Jesus thing. I guess being biased, I don't know. It was just like annoying that part of it. Um, the other nigga, what's his name? Lip. Not Lip, the other one. Carl. Trying to go to West Point. Carl. I'm like, nigga, you gonna make it out of there and go to West Point? Like, what are we talking about here? So I was, I didn't really like the direction they was going in, but then Sunday they kind of showed that car was kind of stupid, probably too stupid to go to West Point. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Fiona lost everything, which was sad. Kind of. Who's the worst character in the history of Shameless? Um, the father, Frank. I think. Frank is a really smart guy. He just doesn't want to do any, like, if he can scratch and gnaw and by any means necessary, like, if he doesn't have to work, Frank won't work. Like, when he was clean and he was um working at the um the pottery house or whatever, the um mm-hmm. he was actually working. Mm-hmm. Doing a fighting. Yeah. <laughs> like, when, <laughs> like, I, I think the worst, like, Debbie gets on my last nerve. Oh, you meant like the one that I don't like the most? Yeah. Yeah. Um, probably Deb, yeah. yeah. She annoys me. Deb. Kevin is kind of annoying, too. Kevin's funny. He's funny. He's funny, but he's like, come on. Like, come on, really? Um, But yeah, I thought you meant like the worst meaning like Morally, no, hands down, it's like, right. Yeah, hands down, yeah. Um, but yeah, Debs is annoying. Um, uh, Kevin is kind of annoying him and his, his wife. I do like how the, the, the black kid is uh, Liam. I love Liam, yeah. yeah. I love how he, I love he's the, the bright spot of the house, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so yeah, they're going on sabbatical. They won't be back till January. I thought that was weird. Yeah, I don't know why. I've never seen them do that before. You will like typically. Typically, those cable programs don't do winter breaks, or they don't do breaks at all. They'll just like put out ten episodes and that, that's it. They'll come back next year. Um, but I did hear that Fiona wasn't coming back. And neither is Ian. So I wonder if that's yeah. So I wonder if that's why. I wonder if that's why. They're probably trying to figure out a way to like get them off of it. Close the stories out so that. Yeah. 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 I, I just, just bigging up Fiona for being so owning property and all that other stuff. And yeah, but you gotta know. You can't just put everything that you have into one thing and not expect it, you know, to to need some contingency. Like, she just, you know, that second mortgage and that, like, come on, you can't be doing that. Being greedy. Yeah, I think, uh, I think it was, uh, whoever. Bit off more than she could chew. was trying to tell her, yeah, just do another rental property. Why do you need commercial? Mm-hmm. I don't understand why yep. she didn't wait till she, like, had her apartment complex fully rented out before she started making it. Mm-hmm. More moves that she can't even afford. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see what happens with Shameless. How do you feel about uh, How to Get Away? I love That's it. Far. I love it. I love it. I'm st- Every week I'm thinking I have Who Bonnie Kills. Who do you think she killed? Because I have an idea. I think it's Nate. But then I'm like, Nate's too big to be killed by this little white girl. And I'm like, why would Nate have that baby? That part of it really doesn't make sense. But I'm thinking maybe that doesn't make sense purposely. Maybe that's the twist that Shonda, you know, put on it. I don't know. I totally confused. I thought Nate as well. And you don't have to be a... Your height and weight don't stop a bullet. I mean, they're not blocking bullets. So she could have shot Nate. Um, I think it makes, and Shonda's good for this, it makes sense for her to kill Nate because she's kind of mad at him for bringing up the fact that she had a kid and she lost a kid and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My, how the t- tables have turned. Right? I used to think Bonnie was doing too much. Now I'm like, Nate, my nigga, like... <laughs> Yeah, he's doing the most. He's doing the most. And I, but I don't really understand like his end game. Like, why you, why you digging through all of this? Why you trying to dig all of this up? Like, what, what's the point? It can't just be, you know, because you want them reunited. It's got to be something else. I think it's Nate. By the way, Annalise was crying. She brought the ugly cry back this season. She's been crying. (laughs) (laughs) You crying ugly. For mad seasons. This season she hasn't cried, but when it showed the little preview, she was ugly crying. So I it yeah. I feel like she only did, yeah. would do that for Nate. Yeah. That's very true. Well, he had a good little run. Or it could be the it's it could Nate. be the New West, man. I don't know. What do you think about him? I'm I, I don't I don't know how I get how the, his story plays in, but I'm still like, yeah, I don't trust this nigga. 
Yeah, me either. Me either. It ain't Michaela, because I'm stupid behind <laughs> Bonnie. Whose blood is that? And I'm like, nigga. <laughs> and also, she's annoying. I thought it, was, uh, it could be Bonnie's sister, too, but. Mm-hmm. Like they killed, mm-hmm. like kill Bonnie's sister because he tries to do something. Oliver is annoying mm-hmm. me. Yeah, it could be him. <laughs> it could be him, and I wouldn't be mad if it was Oliver. Yeah, but I think that's too obvious because it's like they're looking for him, and then the phone call. I don't think she would give it away that that fast. So I don't think it's Oliver for that reason. Because it just seems too obvious. Um, but I wouldn't mind Oliver not being around anymore. I wouldn't mind Nate not being around anymore either, you know. But I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Nate, Nate, see, yeah. This nigga's. I'm, I'm finished with this nigga. Yeah. You want to be a too super cop on a paid leave? Nigga, go somewhere. <laughs> Not even picking that game. Not even picking that game. <laughs> Division game, too? Yeah, not even. Them niggas going. They might beat the Bills by uh, 20. I got them by 20. Yeah, 20. Easily. Easily. How you feel about the Lakers? <laughs> Lakers start so far. One and four? One and three? What is it? Uh, I mean, it's to be expected. I, w- I didn't expect them to win a lot of games out the gate. This is a very new team, very new team. And then you had the altercation Saturday that kind of complicated things for even even further. Um, took two people out of the lineup. So, yeah, I think they're going to get wiped up when they play Denver. Um. Denver's a sleeper. Yeah. yeah. People are sleeping on Denver. Denver's going to make the playoffs this year. Barring some, you know, crazy injury. But Denver, Denver's going to make the playoffs this year. And for, um, for, the, for, the, for those that couldn't wait to this part, uh, did you see Steph Curry last night? Uh, well, here it is. Steph Curry. Steph Curry is trying to get that MVP vote again. Steph uh, is out here on a mission. He's like, all right, I want to – this KD – this who team? It's my team, kid. I don't understand how people – like, how can you watch that game and not just, like – give the man the props. That, that he – like, you may hate the way they play. Give the man his props for – Arguably being the best shooter we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And I would say I would say definitely the best shooter. 
in yeah. NBA history. Yeah. Let's 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 remove arguably and possibly and again. He's pulling up from forty, like to thirty five feet, like pull ups. Yo, and he's making it look like <laughs> you would see those shots from some definitely off. You don't yeah. even question it with Steph now. Like you more surprised when he missed. Right. <laughs> and it's and it's yeah. never a bad shot. It's like, oh that's that's just that's a Steph shot. Every single yo, I was watching him play last night and I was like, fam, like fam. Yeah, he went eleven off. three pointers like the, yeah, the he, was, he was in a different zone last night. Like, he hit him with the MJ shrug, like I don't know. When you on, you on. He was on it last night. But the problem is, when that nigga's on, there's nothing you can do. You can't stop with... him. You can't stop that team. And KD had, was... like, 30 points, and, and Steph had 20 more points than KD had. It's like, how you going to win? How you going to beat this? Washington just gave up. I'm like, yeah, nigga, I would too. <laughs> I, I would too. Yeah, you got man. a head. You got a head in this nigga's face. And it, like hand down, man. Down. Man like, down. Jackson was <laughs> like hands up, and he's still knocking them down. Steph, Steph is like a created player in real life. Like, don't care how many people you got defending him. If he get one. One step of space yep. between you and him. That's it. You're pulling up. Start running back the other direction. You, you have your inbounder go underneath the rim and start running back the other direction. I was watching the I was watching the highlights of all the threes that he made. One of them was he shot a two, he missed it. They tipped the rebound out to him and he stepped back, stepped back, stepped back, ran back to the three point line and then knocked down the three point shot. I'm like in what world do you shoot a two, miss it, and then but step back for a three to drain it? Because the two was like, too close. It. Yeah. Two was too close. Like, all right. All right, Steph. All right, Steph. I see you out here. I got a – I do have a sleeper show. Uh, if you watch it, we can talk about it. Um, Tom Hanks has a documentary series on Netflix with the different decade eras. Um, the one I watched was the 90s. Mm-hmm. And it's literally called the 90s. And it goes through like um, a bunch of different things. And when you look at it, you're like, oh, wow, I remember that. Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember that too. Um, never heard of it, but I will definitely check it out. I want to watch the 80s one next because I think he has the 80s and the 70s. But the 90s one, because everybody refers to the 90s as and it might be that era, like just where mm-hmm. golden it's, era. It's infamous. It's, 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 it's okay. almost like not even by default. Like the nineties are like yeah, that's era. it. The era. Yeah, I, I think it's like forty-five minutes and it's ten episodes, forty-five minutes. But they they're really good. Yeah, I'll check that out. Definitely, I have no sleepers. I was trying to watch this show called Camping on HBO with Jennifer Garner, um, but that wasn't it. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I have no sleepers. All right, you, you supplied us with, with, with ample sleepers throughout. Um, I did rewatch Sons of Anarchy season four. That was a really good season. 
That might be like the best season, one of the best seasons in TV history. Um, I rewatched it because Lincoln Potter appeared on the Mayans, and I wanted to know why. And season four was the last season that he appeared. Um, so yeah, I rewatched season four Sons, and that was a really good season. Um, what do you think of the Mayans? You still watching it? What Mayans? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I have I have a bunch of theories about where it's headed, but I want to. Yeah. A lot of people saying it's good, but it's not like as action packed as Sons. But I feel like there's a lot of story to un- you know unpack and. It's the first season. Yeah, it's the first season, so it's a lot of storylines there, a lot to unpack there. You got to take your time. You just can't go and, you know, shoot and bang, bang, killing everything. Yeah, Suns didn't start out that way. I was so mad yeah, didn't. at the shootout to Suns because they wouldn't hit nobody. Like, <laughs> all, all these guns, and y'all can't hit water <laughs> if you stand in the river. <laughs> But yeah, I might uh, go back and that was after coming back from Ireland, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll yeah. pull up uh, season four and see what you're talking about there. Yeah. I didn't watch season five. I didn't keep going. Isn't that the season that Opie gets killed? Yes. Yeah, so I didn't watch. Yes, it is. You just wanted season four specifically because of the flashback. Because Mike. of Lincoln. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So yeah, but other than that, them you know, everything is regular, 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 no sleepers. All right, folks, check your kids' social media. Uh, Screen time. Get, get the passwords to uh, your nineteen-year-old accounts. Definitely. <laughs> and change the passwords so they can't log in. That would be actually uh, funny, and have to create a new one. All right, let me uh yeah. give you all my. Thank me later. Here. Advice. <laughs> Thank us later. <laughs> yeah. <I'm next> week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>